I hate to talk about any politician on back-to-back days because rarely do they deserve the attention. But Ron DeSantis did something yesterday that may be the most dangerous, racist, problematic decision he's made in office. All of this is truly because he's gearing up for a run for president. But what he did yesterday, removing DEI offices from all universities in the state of Florida. DEI stands for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Openly announcing that he's going to defund every single DEI office funded by state government is deeply problematic. It's not just boneheaded. It's really fueled by his open white supremacy. we got to talk about it. I'm actually very, very concerned by the, I want to say the turn he's taking, but he's been on this path. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. I'm slow to I'm slow to say what I'm about to say because you want to be sure. And it's nothing I can say can damage Ron DeSantis. In fact, anytime I critique Ron DeSantis, um, his supporters will love it. And you know they are in a position where everything that he does that not just irritates but angers or hurts black people, civil rights activists and organizers, people on the far left, anything he does to hurt those groups of people, LGBTQ folk, anything Ron DeSantis does to offend those groups, to truly hurt them, his base loves it. And so I can come on here and say with a clear conscience that I've gotten to the point where I truly believe Ron DeSantis is a white supremacist. He has white supremacist policies and white supremacist policies come from your mind. They come from your heart. They don't emerge out of nowhere. My wife, uh, my, my lovely wife who I've been with since 1996, like, I've been with her for a long time, since we were teenage kids in high school. My wife was the DEI director of a wonderful organization in New York. And DEI, if you're not familiar with it, um, it used to people used to have directors of diversity, corporations rather, uh, charities, organizations, businesses would have diversity directors, and That has now changed to DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Some places even call it diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And it's a very, very important position because organizations need to answer sometimes very tough questions 
about how are we handling the diversity in our office? How are we handling the diversity in our corporation? There's nothing even left-wing about it. It's good for business. How are we making sure that there is equality and equity among the diverse groups of people here? That is to say, just as an illustration, for what a, a DEI director or office in a corporation may do, they may say, here we see the path that a white man has all the way to the position of CEO. Does a black woman have that same path or a comparable path to becoming CEO in this corporation? That's a great question to ask. Do white men, or you could flip it. Does a black woman have a straight shot to CEO in this corporation and a white man have no chance? Well, we know that that doesn't exist at all because the overwhelming majority of CEOs of Fortune 500 companies in particular are white men. And so people are asking tough questions that white men are clearly offended by. How do we make sure the I stands for inclusion? How do we make sure that everybody is included? That everybody's culture, history, background, identity, how do we make sure that we are running an office, a corporation, an organization, whatever it may be, where everyone's diversity is considered? How do we make sure when, for instance, I'm being very basic here. These are the things that a DEI director does. How do we make sure that when we have a party, we don't have it on a Jewish religious holiday? Well, when you're considering the diversity of your staff, you'll do that. Do we have places for our Muslim employees to pray? That's what a DEI director will do. Because Muslims pray five times a day facing toward Mecca, do we have a place for them to pray? Some corporations not only have a place for them to pray, but have literally created guides to help their Muslim employees know which direction to face toward Mecca. This is smart business. How do, in our corporation, are we considering young mothers who may be breastfeeding? And do we have a place for a young mother in our corporation or organization or office? Do we have a place other than the toilet for a young mother to either breastfeed a baby or pump her breast milk? Is there a private room that she can go to? These are the questions that corporations must ask. And to do that, they've opened DEI offices. And yesterday, Ron DeSantis said he is defunding every DEI office. See, they don't mind defunding. They're game to defund what they don't prioritize. He literally used that word on purpose to say 
He is defunding every DEI office at every publicly funded state college and university. It's a problem. Listen, we have a quick word from one of our sponsors, and I'll be right back. Let's continue this conversation. It is increasingly clear to me that the path to winning the Republican nomination for president is white supremacy. The more offensive and degrading and problematic a Republican candidate can be toward people of color, toward particularly black people, and anything that benefits black people, anything that benefits immigrants, anything that benefits someone other than straight, heterosexual white men in particular, if you can do anything to offend everybody else, that drastically increases your chance of winning the Republican nomination. Donald Trump proved that first in 2016, where he literally said he wanted to ban every Muslim, he said this, from entering the country. He wanted to to have a literal Muslim ban. He said this, where he called Mexican immigrants thieves, criminals, and rapists on the day he announced he was running for office. And immediately, he had a ton of support because of his open racism and white supremacy. And Ron DeSantis has found a way to basically use the word woke in place of black. So when he says woke policies, he means policies that benefit black people. So his office literally fought to keep important parts of black history being taught in the AP African-American Studies course. He is banning books that are basic black history books. A book on Jackie Robinson, banned. Teachers have had to remove every book from their shelves. It is a disgusting time in the state of Florida because Ron DeSantis knows that the more racist he is, the more support he'll get. The more he does things that cause direct harm to black people in particular, the more he zooms up in the polls. And the thing is, he has found a way, because he is fundamentally smarter than Donald Trump, he has found a way to be openly racist without saying a racial slur, without saying I want to ban Muslims. Instead, he is finding ways to ban anything directly beneficial to anybody other than his white supporters. It's disgusting. It's problematic. And it took me, I didn't just decide this, it took me a long time to understand just how dangerous he actually is. He is trying to roll back any type of racial progress that's been made in Florida. And his aim, his goal, his hope and dream is to do it for the entire country. 
as President of the United States. He must be stopped. Ah, here we are. This is what we're dealing with. This is who we're facing. It's deeply problematic. Listen, you're going to continue to see this, and it's easy if you don't live in Florida to think that it doesn't affect you, but what we're seeing is that what he does in Florida then spreads, in particular, spreads throughout the South. So you will begin to see other states mimic whatever Ron DeSantis does. And now they are going to begin removing and defunding their DEI offices who are doing phenomenal work. It's deeply problematic. This is what Republicans and conservatives do when they're in power. They actually use it. And you have to admire that they don't mind doing whatever it is that they know their base will love. Doesn't matter if it's openly racist. Doesn't matter if it's being driven by a white supremacist worldview. And clearly, Ron DeSantis has a white supremacist worldview. He's he's committing white supremacist policy changes because he is a white supremacist. He's acting as one now. Love and appreciate you all. Yes, I'm frustrated. I'm pissed. I'm, and, and I'm deeply concerned. Because everything he's, he's doing, I don't, Florida is the third largest state in America. And so whatever he does in Florida, it matters just all by itself. Even though most of you don't live there, I don't live there. What he does in the third largest state in America matters. But it also matters because it's spreading across the country. And it matters because he's trying to set himself up to be president and he'll do these things on a national level. Listen, if you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day, We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Momentum.